episode 57, boys, we made it. I, I think I can speak for all of us where this is the true dog days of the NHL season right here. We're all seven, pretty much the whole league is some, I, I'm Quiet. Kevin, I can hear you breathing. We're seven and seven and nine games out from the end of the season. The playoffs in the East aren't set, but for our Bruins, they're very set. It's hard to, um, I think it's hard to get up for some of these games for the players, for us, for everybody. But there's still some interesting races going on that we're going to touch on today, guys. I mean, how how are you doing in Nantucket, Kev? Freshly back from Florida, you have like a little peachy tan on your cheeks. You're still muted. And he's muted, and yeah. I was here for this one. Wow. I listened to last episode that I wasn't here, and I got to hear Jake, Jake point it out well for done. me. Well done. Well done. Yeah, no, it's not bad. It was definitely depressing flying in from uh, Palm Beach, Florida yesterday. Came back and it was like 30 degrees, pouring rain in Boston. I left Florida and it was 94 degrees. Missed two buses. Missed one bus. How many missed buses a bus. Missed? Yeah, because my baggage took like 35, 40 minutes to come off. My flight, TSA was, my flight was delayed two hours. And that wasn't TSA's fault. Just the airlines. The airlines suck these days. Heading down there, my flight was delayed five hours, three hours. Three to five hours. Okay. So it's just been tough. It's been a struggle, but Florida was phenomenal. I'm going back in June. I already decided to go down for my birthday, get a little tan on before Jake's wedding. So Yeah, you got to tan you right up. Connor, how are things over in uh, wherever you live? Oh, they're going, man. I mean, yeah. hey, back in action. Uh, time to figure out what happened the last two weeks that I was in a cave. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. It's uh, nice for my mental health to be back with the boys. Oh, for sure. I know. As much as you, when you're busy and stuff's going on, you don't want to be on here once you get on here. The boys are buzzing. Away. We're buzzing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What he said. Let's, uh, I think we just kind of get right Actually, no. What we're going to do right now, actually, is we are actually going to take a quick moment of silence for the three lives that were lost in Nashville. And that's, I, I mean, like, honestly, it something that I think all three of us talked about before, just a horrible tragedy. And as we see our Bruins going to play against the Predators tonight, um, you know, it's just something that will be in all of our heads. And Six lives. It was six lives? Three teachers, three kids, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know that. So six lives. I know Connor is someone you have kids. I know it's like the most unimaginable thing in the world. So just wanted to say our thoughts and prayers for that. And uh, we'll, we'll move into the – well. Connor, you want Time to out before the dirty water. All right. Oh yeah. Let me jump into that. All right, Kevin. Who's your number fifty-seven? Oh, yeah, we do need a number fifty-seven. Tommy Wingles. Oh, you nailed it! The only fifty-seven on the Bruins that I could think of. My first one was Tyler Myers or David Perron. Those were the two quick ones. I don't know who Tommy Wingles is. But that fifty-seven is a tough Dude, he one. He used to, uh, way back. He yeah, he got Bruins. traded to the Bruins from the Blackhawks. <laughs> usual like in 50 of the other episodes this year the Bruins haven't lost a game since we last spoke to you they're on a seven game heater rolling into Nashville tonight with a record of 57 11 five overtime losses 119 points and a plus 118 goal differential Connor did pose the question from the inside the rink account earlier I mean a couple months ago would the Bruins have more points or a bet higher differential, and it is one apart. So we, I really don't know. I think it's going to end up being a differential. I took points. You guys both took differential. I think it, uh, with it being one away now, I really think it's going to be differential, to be honest with you. 
but we'll see. I think the Bruins win a lot, like win most games by more than one. So, we'll but see all the happens. games recently have been real close. Have, and I mean, wrong. you know, the reason why I took the differential, and I'm gonna have to talk some shit in this. So let me get on my soapbox. What I wasn't expecting to do is for the Bruins to go against Brad Marchand, who talked a whole lot of shit about resting players and load management. And guess who didn't play last weekend and stayed back in Boston? I guess this is the NBA now. Guess this is the NBA. I agree with it. I think they should do it. I don't want any of these guys getting hurt. Especially with Marchand not, not being 100%. Let him I'm not saying this. I disagree with it. I just had to... I know. They did act like it wasn't going to happen. Had to throw the jab there because he was very much against it. And what's really funny is the Bruins account made a we left the Lambo in the garage post after beating Carolina. And Vinny Trocek plays for the New York Rangers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 but it was still (laughs) with them. I thought. Yeah. It's still. Yeah. Give it to him. Yeah. I I still laughed at that. Fuck Carolina. So that was that was a great laugh. Biggest thing with that, the last two games we played against um, Tampa and Carolina, Cooper and uh, Rod Brendamore never stopped crying about the refs. It's like, guys, I like, come on, just give it a break. I mean, they're both great coaches, but it's like, ugh, they just oh, they know that they're gonna have to. Like, I know, everybody is preparing and pandering for the off season. Like, I think we saw that at the start of the the Tampa Bay game, or yeah, for the postseason. Sorry. We saw that at the beginning of the Tampa game. We're not talking about the Leafs. The Leafs are getting ready for the offseason. Yeah, they're already getting the uh, the nine irons polished. But, uh, I was about to say the exact same thing. Were you going to say nine iron, or what iron were you going to go with? I was going to say nine. Wow. Solid iron. I feel like that's the go-to thing, the nine iron. Like That's the yeah, most popular good. thing in uh, I think it's uh, golf. I what Tiger Woods' wife hit him with. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Ouch, burn. I hope Tiger Woods never listens to this and hears that, which is probably easily not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Tiger guy, but Tiger Stan. But I yeah, I think getting back to the hockey side this last weekend for the Bruins, the biggest takeaway for me is that the Bruins won against two of the best teams in the East with three of their best players not on the roster. Well, and the, that was a big victory. I mean, they played against Tampa. They just didn't play against... Oh, it was just Carolina? Yeah, yeah it was just Carolina. Yeah, it was just... They played against Lindholm, like, his foot's been hurting, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. I missed that one. Like oh, I yeah, said, yeah. I've been kind of disconnected the past two oh, weeks, and I thought I saw it was both. Oh, that's all right. What the heck was that? Sounded like someone at F1. Motorcycle. Right? Yeah. Damn. Wow, American Motorcycle. So, right past my house. Connor is in a biker gang. He has <laughs> a cut. He is in a biker gang. So he's a hell's angel. And assless chaps. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely necessary. Easy access. Yep, exactly. That's what you need. But um, I digress. The Bruins, you know, it's it's hard to, it's weird because they've been doing so good this year. They're almost like boring to talk about. Like it's a lot, it's a lot more fun when we get to yell about them. But one thing I really look at going to the playoffs and it was Montgomery's comments the other day. So Olmark's going to start game one, but he's not willing to say that Swayman's not going to play. I have a question for you two. I've been saving this for this and ask it all week. If the Bruins go up two nothing in a series, do you think Swayman gets game three? No. You don't? No. Just to give Allmark a rest. They've been doing it all year. Yeah, but I think that's a slippery slope. So it's for me, 
and I've written about this on Inside the Rink, um, and I feel very strongly about this. The Olmark contract was written specifically in a way where his full no-move clause ends after this season because Jeremy Swayman's contract is up and he needs to be re-signed. The Bruins are going to go one of two ways. If Swayman comes in and he plays a bunch of games in the playoffs and he's good, Olmark won't keep playing. They're going to ride Swayman and they're just going to decide right then and there that Olmark's probably going to be gone this offseason because Jeremy Swayman's going to get paid big time. Or they will ride Olmark to try and keep the cost on Swayman as low as possible. To be honest with you, I don't think they're thinking about that at all. They're just thinking about trying to win a cup. I really don't think they're thinking about any of that. I mean, I think it's reality. I think they can because the results are the same no matter which goaltender's in net. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, Swayman really is just as good. So (laughs) he's gotten locked in. My only thing is, I think they'd only do it for round one and just round one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I really mean round one. I don't mean in the playoffs. Olmark is a little bit better. It's not much, but he is a little bit better. He, that little bit is like win the Vesna. But you really look at it like so Swayman is. This is the Matt Murray and Mark Andre Fleury in Pittsburgh situation. Yeah. They kind of yanged it's, it's and yanged. Yeah, it's too and Matt Murray ended up stealing the job from Fleury and they ended up letting him go in the expansion draft. Yeah, it's a little different situation age wise. But still, I mean, Linus is. So Linus is. In first and goals against, obviously we know that. Swayman's in third. Save percentage, Linus is first. Jeremy's fourth. Shutouts, Jeremy is tied for second. Linus is probably tied for fourth. I think he has two. But still, like, the Bruins just, they're just so lucky. And they've been so lucky. Like, we've been so, we went from Thomas to Rask to Olmark Swayman. It's crazy what we've done with. And, I mean, I think it's hands down, they're going to win the um, best goalie tandem award. What is it, the Jennings Trophy? The Jennings, the Jennings, correct. They're going to win yep. that. That's a runaway. So that's... I mean, that's that awesome. article will drop next Saturday, noon Eastern, for all you people who pay attention. Oh, it's it's already written? Yeah. The Vesna Trophy dropped last weekend. So, you know, the brief history on the Vesna Trophy oh, is out history, there. Oh, history, history, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the brief history of the Jennings Trophy, there'll be an article about that next Saturday. You wrote those? Yep. Nice. Good work, man. He's back. He's back, yeah. Let's take a look at one more thing here. I know that Kevin want to talk about. I, I'm sure you guys have more topics, but just top of mind here. The, on Pasta. Pasta has 51 goals, 46 points, nine games left. I think we can guarantee 100 points, right? Yeah, 100%. probably. How many goals do you think he beats Cam Neely's record of 55 goals? Yeah. I think so. We're talking about a Well, tough. he might not play. He might not play. After tonight. Tonight, no. Bruins win tonight, Carolina loses, and the Carolinas playing Tampa. We clinch the President's Trophy. The Bruins don't care about that record. But I don't know. Pasta might just want to keep playing. He's so, history. my whole thing with that is, yeah, he said, not the whole history, but like, Pasta's a guy, he doesn't want to come out. No. He's like a Martian. They want to play. And with and with Pasta, think about he go have a 3-4 goal game night. Boom, ties the record. So, And there's a couple teams on here that it's very possible he could do that. So here's the rest of the season for Boston. Nashville, Columbus, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Toronto, New Jersey, Philly, Washington, Montreal. He You've got loves to score four big stinkers in there. I, would, I, I, I wonder what David Postonok's stats against Philly are. I bet you they're out of this world. 
I, I really like he dominates him. I just I think back to the game, the Tahoe game where he popped four. Was it three or four? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. I think it was three. But just like he and maybe just in twenty seven games against the Flyers yeah, in his career, right he's got twenty one goals, fourteen <laughs> assists, and is a plus seventeen. Yeah. He's got thirty five points, dude. No, how many points? Is that assists or is that points? That's, That's points. 21 goals and 14 assists. 35 yeah, exactly. points in 27 games. Yeah. And plus 17. Rips them apart. Literally rips them apart. That's what I'm like. He has three hat tricks against him. It's just, that's a team he dominates. That's for sure. Philly don't like seeing Pasta come into town. You guys got any other Bruins stuff? Oh, okay, here's another good thing for you. What are who, What is your, I think the first two lines are set. What are your third and fourth lines if the Bruins are fully healthy? I'll give I my, hate this I question. Give mine first. Uh, yeah, I'll, sure. You always go first, but it's all right. No, no, okay. I won't talk then. No, you go, Kevin. No, yeah, no. Know. Oh, so, going. in the ideal world, world, Taylor Hall. Are we going Taylor Hall healthy? He's back. I, when I said everyone's healthy, that's what fully I mean. healthy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what that means. Sorry, I didn't really hear that. I wasn't really paying attention. And then you bitched that I was gonna. Okay. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> so now I go Hall, Coil, Bertuzzi. Felino, Freddie, Hathaway. But I think you can Same. rotate Freddie and Nozick matchup based. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I, I just think that you can't take Trent Frederick and his 16, possibly 18, 19 goal scorer at the end of the year out of your lineup for no suck. Like it just that has four. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. Like, And he's just as tough. And Felino. Who's better in a face off dot? Because that's going to be a huge part of that decision. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... Felino's I don't know that answer. Offs. I don't know either. I really don't. And I, I know Felino's a center, so you have two centers there that you can side of the ice depend on, flip them in and out. But I don't know. I, I really don't know the answer to that. I can take a quick look. But we don't have enough data, really, for, like, what... I mean, Freddie didn't take that many face-offs, you know what I mean? That's just the reality of that. But he is in the dot... 29.2%. See what Nosek is. Uh, I'm gonna guess thirty-one point four percent, and I'm not looking. So fifty-five point three. It's important. It's real important, especially in the playoffs where it's a lot of chess game. Yeah, I just think that you can use Freddie though in more situations. Like I think Freddie's more important. I don't know. I think Freddie brings a more physical element, and he brings a more scoring element. Um, I think Nosek definitely wins, obviously, in the face-off department yeah. and probably the defensive depth ability. Scoring, when the Bruins have the deep core they have and the goalie they have, depth scoring is what wins you a Stanley Cup. I think we agree with that, right? Like it's, I don't know yeah. that the Bruins need another defensive forward all that much. Like It's really... like I think the, this is the Sean Thornton and Tyler Sagan scenario from 2011, right? Yep. Like Sean Thornton played all the way up until they got into that final series for the most part, and then Tyler Sagan came in, and he played the rest of the oh, way. Can't forget about Sagan's two goals against Toronto, though. Those goals were huge, huge goals. Or were they against Tampa? Game they scored the two goals. Uh, Tampa. Is that Was that in 2011? It was, yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. My brain, and I, I merged that and the Blackhawks lost year together a lot in my, like when I flash back to it. But um, because I swear that they played Montreal, Tampa, Pittsburgh, and then Vancouver. They didn't play Pittsburgh that year. No, it, it was um. No, the Eastern Conference Finals was the Leafs. Am I wrong? I think you're wrong. 
Um, I think I, it ended I, up being. It was because there's a lot of game sevens. Um, one second, let me just. I can tell you quick. Let's just take a look. I think it went Pittsburgh, no, it was, wait, Montreal, they, Tampa. Wait, 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 they 100% played the Flyers. They swept the Flyers in 2011. Yeah, didn't they? I can't remember. Yeah, I know they, that in they 2010 they did the reverse sweep of the yes, Flyers, yes. where they took the first three and lost yep. the last four. Yep. Let me show. Okay, here we go. Look at the 2011 Stanley Cup run. So the Bruins. Da, 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 da. So they they won a game seven against Montreal. They won a game seven against Tampa. They. Vancouver, Montreal, Tampa, Philly. Philly. It was Philly. But they, I mean, I do, I do just kind of wonder, like, what... Uh, it's crazy because you, you know, like, going into this, like, one of those bottom six guys is going to be, like, they have a chance of making history, and you just got to wait and see who it is. Like, Sean Thornton, those guys forever are heroes in Boston for 2011. So, let's see who's going to be the and next And it's, player. like, rolling on a line of Felino, Freddie... And Hathaway is such a good that, third. That's line. scary. That's like what? They're over your fourth. Line. Those dudes just banging out there for you. So yeah. I'm about it, and they can score too. It's like that's a great fourth line to have. Like you said it could be a third line on most teams. So agreed. Let's get into some salt of the east. It's getting kind of like what we're seeing around the east. So, I mean, the top three teams in the East, in the Atlantic and the Metro, are signed, sealed, and delivered, right? I, I mean, I don't think we're really – I mean, there, there could be some movement within them. I, I think New Jersey could top Carolina, but it'd be tough down three points with two games in hand, with Carolina having two games in hand. Yeah, um, so that's the thing. Looking at the last ten, Carolina's 5-4-1, and one, New Jersey's 4-4-2. Four, four, and two. Yeah. Not one team is really, you know what I mean? They're kind of mediocre right now. Especially with Carolina losing Sebastian It's that oh, was... Oh, Kevin. Right? I practiced that four times in my head before saying it. Like so, I figured you'd yeah, so that was the turning point in New Jersey. Should have smelled the blood, taken it as me and you talked last time we did an episode, Jake. Yeah. But they just really couldn't have. And that's the big thing that worries in New Jersey is their goaltending. They're not finding ways to steal games. Yeah, yeah, they don't. I mean, that's the issue with look at, look at the teams that like didn't move up when they could sense blood. So Jersey's a little different situation, but look at look New at York Florida. though. New York's look, getting it. They're eight know, one they're, and one. That's they're, scary. They're, Those guys they're, get going. Really good. The, they could I, take that second spot from Jersey. I look at Buffalo, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, and Florida as a bunch of teams who just like they don't have goaltending. And one of them is going to be the eight seed, and they're going to get the doors blown off by the Bruins. I really like that's how I look at those teams. And I would rather it be Pittsburgh, Buffalo, or Ottawa than Florida. I don't want to play Matthew Tuchuk. It's crazy that I would rather play against Crosby and Malkin, but I would like Pittsburgh. Just one hundred percent. Give me the Florida Panthers in the first Over. round. Sergey Bobrovsky is a fucking nutbag. All this not. Jari one sucks. Of those teams has a goalie. Oh, I know. Jari's terrible. Like, I just, I look at all those teams, like, you have no chance. New Jersey. Future Penguin think, John Gibson. <clears throat> I know. That'd be good. That'd be good. Prove to them you want to still play for something. The Devils don't have goaltending to win a Stanley Cup. Toronto Maple Leafs don't have goaltending to win the Stanley Cup. So I look at four teams out of these that could actually win something, and that's Boston, Tampa, Carolina, and the Rangers. It's so crazy how much goaltending really matters in a seven game series. You don't wait with a shitty goaltending. There's just no chance. 
because like it just it won't happen. So that's where I really look you at can it. exploit what you know about another team from your scouting or playing them throughout a seven game series Correct. that you can't on just a game in game out basis throughout the year. Yeah, your your decent goalie can go out and play decent or play a little above their average, a little above replacement for a game. Over seven games, it just doesn't happen. Like it, you see the actual mean of your team. So I just I, that's why I think the Bruins have such a good chance in the East. They really do. I mean, we're not. It's not like we're alone in being homers and saying that. Like it's reality. Toronto has a super high end, top end offense, but they gave up fifty more goals than the Bruins, and Tampa gave up freaking twenty seven more goals than they did. I don't know that I fear either of those teams anymore. I really don't. Like I, I guess Toronto more than Tampa. Tampa more than Toronto because of goaltending. Yeah, I know. Yep. I contra- I'm contradicting myself, but Vasilevsky, like he just doesn't. Like he can pattern. turn it okay on. Him in the playoffs is scary. Never, the know, scariest stats in the world. Side. He oh, is the single-handed teams. reason they have gone oh. three times in a row. And oh, the yeah. only reason that I made that decision on Tampa Bay over Toronto I know, is because you cannot count on Toronto's goaltending and, and their really, defense. And Matthews is hurt. Austin Matthews is hurt. He's getting Probably healthier, true. but he's hurt. I mean, he has, what is it, 31 goals, 32 goals? He's hurt. Like there's yeah. no there's no way around it. Like he, so I mean I'm looking right now. He has 36 goals, 77 points, 66 games. That's well under what Matthew should be at. So like 100. Somebody he, who picked him in the top five of their fantasy draft is pissed this year. Yeah, and I mean he's been hurt <laughs> a lot. He's a great player, but doesn't have him working out. He's got a great stash. He does. He does. I, I mean I'm a Matthews guy. Like I don't, I'm not somebody who doesn't like Matthews. I like American players who are stars. I, yeah, 100%, especially when he goes and plays for the Coyotes in Tempe. Oh, my God. You know? yeah. that, I love that so much. <laughs> Big shout-out. I know we're getting a little ahead of time, but it's a quick thing. Uh, Tempe City Council unanimous, unanimously approved the new arena situation, so now it goes to a public vote, and then it's all said and done. Good. Good for them. Great no more mullet. It. Yeah, great to hear it. The Mullet Arena curse. That team's got to stop winning games, too. We'll talk about them when we get to the West. But the East, I mean, I, I actually think the East stays the way it is. I think the Islanders keep the top wild card spot, and I think Pittsburgh keeps the second, and we roll into the playoffs the way it is. How do you guys feel about that? I really hope the Islanders don't make it, because I bet them Same. not to make it. So I'd like to collect that little money. Especially after am. all my March Madness picks are now out. Yeah, mine too. Because I had Texas as my last one. Me too. I had Texas. My my picks to win were Texas, Gonzaga, Houston, Alabama, or UCLA. Yeah, I had Bama, Damn. Texas, Gone. Purdue, which was the worst one of them all. And I forget who the other one was. And we bet every one of those on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, what a Not segue. The sports book. The DraftKings sports book is so good. This is before I even do the read that they sports give us to do. Sports cook. Sports this cook. This is before sports I even do cook. it. That was the one thing I missed in Florida. Oh, my God. It is no the best DraftKings. It, it is so good. And it's like I don't – like obviously like we've been – I mean we've been on this podcast. We live in places where I live somewhere where it's legal to gamble. So I didn't have DraftKings. I was using the Rhode Island's app. It – sucks compared to DraftKings. It's not even comparable. And while I'm saying that, let me just talk to you guys a little bit about DraftKings more in depth. The DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown sportsbook, will be live soon. Just kidding. It's already live. 
right here in Massachusetts. Bet local on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings. To celebrate, all new customers will receive up to $200 in bonus bets when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook using code InsideTheRink. Soon you'll be able to bet local on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code InsideTheRink to get up to $200 in bonus bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Massachusetts, which it already has, as we've told you a hundred times. Use code inside the rink only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If Cook. you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, call 800-327-5050 or visit helplinema.org. To speak with a trained specialist free and confidentially, 24-7, 21 plus, physically present in Massachusetts, eligible restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply, opt-in required, bonus issued as free bets. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. Damn, you didn't say sports cook except for the very first time. So rude. I was ready to unmute myself and just scream cook. Yeah, no, I I had it locked in. But still, yeah, I mean, just a little more. That app is so good. There's so much free money to be had, too. Oh, it's stupid. There's free money. I think odds boost tonight, which I think I just forgot to do. There was a hockey one tonight. Like a 50 plus 50% parlay boost. So I did forget that. Now it's 659, so. Let me try to go cook some bets. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's good. Let's get into the West. The Conference West, over on the western side of the United Hemispheres, is sitting right now with the top dog of the Vegas Golden Knights in the Pacific and the top dog of the Minnesota Wild in the central. This playoff race is insane. No teams are. It gets closer yet. and closer. No one is closer. Clinched. It is completely up for grabs. Colorado with ninety-four points. Dallas with ninety-two points. You got LA with ninety-six points. Edmonton with ninety-three. Seattle with eighty-eight. Winnipeg with eighty-five. Calgary with eighty-one. Nashville with eighty, and they're playing the Bruins tonight. And they're going to be battling hard. It is something. Do you know the meme? With the three Spider-Mans standing there pointing at each other. Yep. That is the Western Conference right now, all pointing at each other, asking, who wants to win? Yep. Because it's, I mean, this playoff race is close, yeah, but I don't think it's as exciting or impactful, I guess, as we hoped it would be. No, yeah, no, I, I have not been that excited by it. Maybe it is exciting, but I haven't been that excited by it. And Colorado and Edmonton are still the two best teams. Vegas is in first place, but I think Edmonton would blow the doors off of them because Jonathan Quick's their goalie, who sadly, I mean, it was a great acquisition. He saved their season because all their goalies have gotten hurt. Oh, you think Edmonton's goaltending is better? I Edmonton's scoring is better. No, that's just I just think that Connor McDavid will have a field day against Vegas if they play. <laughs> Butch Cassidy's defense, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's hard for me to get excited about the Western Conference teams because whoever comes out would get steamrolled by the top six or seven teams in the East, in my opinion. Except for Colorado. Like, Colorado can, I mean, losing Kadri, though, makes them so much less of a playoff team. Like, that's. They got a nothing burger at the trade deadline. And Georgiev has really never been a number one, especially yeah, in the playoffs. Who was their goalie when they won? Kemper? 
Kemper, Kemper. Wasn't exactly. It wasn't exactly great, but you know, I don't know. I, the the I the team that scares me the most in the West is still Colorado. It's Colorado and it's Edmonton, and it's purely because of McKinnon and McDavid. That's really what it is. And they guys are very good. Dallas has good players. I don't think Dallas could beat the top teams in the East. Minnesota definitely can't beat the top teams in the East. Vegas and LA can't either. Seattle can't. Winnipeg's dead. Whoa. I I Be mean, careful on the Kings. They are hot. Yeah, right now. I still don't think they can. Beat and the, the Corpusallo edition Jonas? was phenomenal for them. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> traded away Jonathan Quick, ruined their franchise. Maybe not. Quickie, I mean, Jonathan Quick is still a serviceable number two goalie, but I just don't think he leads Vegas to the promised land. I don't know about you guys. but He's another Connecticut guy. I speak no ill will. No, I, I mean, hey, he's from the Northeast. He's from these local areas close to us. I agree. I, I like Jonathan Quick. I will forever remember him winning a silver medal. But... Winnipeg reminds me of a, what was it, 2012 LA Kings team? Where they came in yeah, the last wild card. Cup. Yeah, they're good. Because they're, their goaltending is solid. Dead. I said they're dead, but they're they're decent. They have top end scoring. I mean, the whole storyline around the team beginning of the year was, you know, this team's got very big issues in the locker room. Rick Bonus coming in there, firing shots, taking the C away, saying things got to change. And it was like the end of the world. Everybody's expecting like, okay, they're going to blow it up. And here we are. No, yeah, it's, I mean, it is interesting. They're, they have 85 points, 74 games, four-point lead. They shouldn't lose their spot. They really shouldn't. So I I think the, the, as much as we're saying there could be a lot of movement in the West, if it stayed the exact same, I don't think anyone would be surprised. Do you know what I really enjoy looking at these standings? <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess like mac and cheese or something. No, the pure satisfaction of the turmoil that Daryl Sutter is going to go through as he misses the playoffs with uh, that he, team. He should be gone. Like guys, don't, I, I, I get it. He's a great coach. I get it. But I, if you had a players coach in there, you probably still have to Chuck or Goudreau and you're in a much different situation. So like, I I'll never ever be like, Hey, choose the coach over the players. Let's just look at some situations. The Bruins chose the players over the coach. We all know how that looks now. Remember that time the Patriots chose the coach over the player? How have they been since that happened? I, I don't know. I heard score. Lamar Jackson is about to be a New England no, Patriots. I actually just so. read that uh, the Patriots have let everyone know they're not pursuing him. They're going with their guy, Mac. What? Not a football pod anymore. Not a football pod. But still, just funny. I, I, yeah, I was just I, I, guessing at that one. Yeah, I'm never like never choosing coaches over players. However, the New York Jets said that uh, Zach Wilson's going to be their number two quarterback next season. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're getting Rodgers. Your boy. Your boy A.A. Ron. You guys got anything else about hockey in your tanks? Um, Buy merch. The New York Let's Islanders suck. New York Islanders suck. Buy the merch. Get on the website. Check stuff out. Our goal is to most definitely have an interview for you next month. Um, whether it's a player, whether it's someone been from a, media. a busy time and yeah, lots of logistics of and we'll definitely get an interview for you next month and hopefully have them steady through the summer and through the playoffs and everything like that. So we're going to be going to more episodes in the playoffs. That's for sure. So we can stay current, more content, everything we're meeting with the rest of our team this weekend to try to come up with some cool content ideas. That'll be ITR and duck boats branded. I would assume all kinds of branding on them. 
Um, and those should be fun. So stay tuned and we will be uh, in touch soon. Over and out.